Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of the things I ponder on occasion, I try not to think about this too much because all things considered, I would rather think about Jesus than about the works of the enemy. (laughs) But I think there's a really real aspect when you think about the Lord's Prayer that he actually says... (laughs) deliver us from evil, deliver us from the evil one. That is one of the main primary requests that he, that Jesus tells his disciples to pray. So there's a level of saying, if we are not actively paying attention to some level of the works of the evil one, then we are being naive and actually a little bit disobedient, frankly. Oh, which is not overly happy to think about, but it is what it is. So I've been thinking about this in various ways. So my healing prayer person, Cindy McFadden, was telling me about a book that she's been reading by Bobby Connors, who I had never heard of, but it's something about angels, good and bad, or something like that. And apparently he really wanted to write a book about good angels, (laughs) as would we all. And the Lord was like, excuse me, you're missing a huge part and my church needs to know about this. And that again, it's not fun, right? Like we don't want to have to talk about the fact that there are evil people out there. Like the covens of witches, they take the names of the churches. They know the names of the churches. They know the names of the ministries in your town. They actively cast curses and hexes and spells against them. This is actually just a thing. And I think about how Bob ministered in Latvia for almost a dozen years. And when I first started praying with him, there would be certain things where I'd be like, I, I think that might be just like some witchcraft that is lingering from you for the last 20 years. So whether it be things like just everything took a ridiculously long time for him to navigate. So think about um, going to mail a package. If I needed to go to mail a package, I live rural, so I could drive to my local post office and I would probably be the only one in the post office. Granted, it doesn't have a whole lot of hours in any given week, but it's just not servicing a whole lot of clients. So I would walk in, I would get my help, and then I would leave. For Bob, this process would be like a 12-step process. And even in terms of driving, it is not uncommon for me as I'm driving to come up to a red light and have it change to green. In fact, it's more, it's abnormal for those long pauses to happen for me. And granted, I'm, again, I'm rural. There's not a whole lot of traffic lights. So, this is a relatively small sample size, but comparatively, I think Bob would just hit more red lights. These are minor examples, but if you can imagine that kind of, oh, petty resistance multiplied times a thousand in all different areas of life so that the daily tasks that would take a normal person, I mean, it would take us some time. I mean, life is maintenance, and so there's plenty of that sort of thing that needs to happen, but It just wouldn't consume days of my life, whereas for Bob, maybe it would. And so at that point, I was like, I think this is witchcraft. I think we need to break that off of you and 
cover you in the blood of Jesus instead. So my prayer went something like, Lord, we want to acknowledge that if there is any witchcraft, we want to refuse to partner with it in any way. We're asking that you would break any curses, hexes, and spells. We thank you that we're covered by the blood of Jesus and we apply that blood over our lives because we want the blood of Jesus to cover us. Thank you, Lord. And then if there was a specific thing that was highlighted for me, then I would pray against that. Going back to the Bobby Connors book, one of the things that the Lord said was, there is a lot of witchcraft in the high levels of intercession in this nation. There is a lot of witchcraft in the prayer meetings. And, you know, you think about this, and there's a part of saying, oh, Lord, (laughs) it's not like there's even that many people praying to begin with. And then you think, oh, and then there's some percentage of them that are actively working against (laughs) the purposes of the Lord. This is hard. It's hard to hear. It's hard to live. (laughs) And yet there's also a part of saying, once you know it, then you're empowered to do something about it. And so if you're willing, I'm, I would be happy now to pray a prayer of impartation around being more sensitive. But part of what that means is that you might start getting headaches <laughs> when there's witchcraft going on. And that's not, it's not horrible because they come suddenly. And once you pray against it and say, the Lord rebuke you, or I say no to this, this spell, I ask that it would be, that this place would be covered by the blood of Jesus. Then it's not scary, it, but it's, it can be kind of annoying. <laughs> I've had times where there, it comes up four times in a day, let's say. And after a week of that, there's a part of like, oh my goodness, Lord, I'm just tired of dealing with it. Can you please make it stop? So I'm not saying that this is a gift that is entirely marvelous, but it's a gift that is, it's a deeper level of discernment. So if you're willing to receive it, I will pray it for you. And if you're not willing, <laughs> you could just say, actually, no, thank you to that one, Lord. <laughs> and there's no shade on that. Oh, so Lord Jesus, I thank you that you give us signs. You give us indicators. You give us discernment. And so Lord, in the way that I had asked for discernment and continue to ask, <laughs> Just to be able to go through this life knowing what is the right thing to do. And so, Lord Jesus, I'm asking for these, my brothers and sisters, that they would have the ability to recognize when something is not right, when there is something that is actively opposing the kingdom, your kingdom, and something that you want to be withstood. I thank you for that, Jesus, in your precious name.